New stories were coming in about this strange virus in Wuhan, China. It was weeks before we saw the first cases in the U.S. As the numbers went up each day, my curiosity got the best of me, and I started plotting the curves. Hear stories from real people all over the world and how they've responded. I'm Sally Hendrick, founder of Shout Your Cause, and this is COVID-19, The World Responds. Hello, Keaton Wilson. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? Good. So tell me, who are you? What do you do? Well, uh, my name is Keaton Wilson. Um, um, right now, I'm a college student. I'll be graduating in about two weeks, actually. Wow. Um, on, yeah, on May 2nd uh, with a Bachelor of Science in Business Administration. Uh, my major is Business Management with a minor in English. Um, and I'm also a student tutor at the Writing Center on campus. And I'm also the public relations and strategic planning intern at the Wesley Foundation, which is a campus Methodist ministry on UTM's campus. UTM. And where is UTM? UTM is the University of Tennessee at Martin in Martin, Tennessee. So it's in West Tennessee, about an hour from Humboldt. I happen to know that area pretty yeah. well. Yeah, I grew up here. Uh, this is the town I've, I've, I've grown up in, and I just I love it here. Um, and Martin's just another small town, but it's, it's so it's not much of a difference, but it's it's good to have a different change of scenery, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Well, and you are about to graduate then in a couple of weeks, but mm -hmm. obviously, it's not going to be a public event. Right. What's happening? What are they doing? So we got the email from Chancellor Dr. Keith Carver um, about a week or so ago saying that we will have a virtual graduation ceremony at 11 a.m. on Facebook Live. Um, so what day is that? On May 2nd. May 2nd. So when the traditional graduation ceremony was supposed to be held, it will be a virtual event instead. And then uh, we are planning on having a traditional ceremony in August. And so we'll see how that pans out. Now, did you guys actually order caps and gowns and all of that for the graduation? Techni so technically, I, I get a pass uh, because my cap and gown from high school was all black. And so that's what's required for my college graduation. So, mm -hmm. I'm, so I can use that. Um, I do have to buy a gold cord because I'll be graduating with honors. Um, but, and, and I think that's about like $10, but Jim, typically, yes, for students who are graduating, you need to buy the cap and gown and mm -hmm. any cords if you're graduating with honors or anything like that. But obviously it doesn't matter what you wear for this one. They're just going to be calling you out over a live presentation on Facebook, right? That's how I understand it. Yes. Okay. So no faces necessarily of all the students and just a call out of your name and maybe where you're from or something like that or your major. Right. So they'll basically just say everybody's names aloud and what the, and if you're graduating summa cum laude or magna oh, yeah. or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then uh, what department you're, you're graduating, you know, like what, like what degree. Mm -hmm. um, and then I think, I think that's about it. Okay. But 
it'll be a new experience for everybody. Um, it took them a while to, to officially decide on that because I remember, uh, so we, so Martin closed its doors on March 11th. And when we got the announcement, we had to leave that day. Um, that day. Yeah. Well, wow. th- well, those, those who live in the dorms had Friday t- to move stuff out mm-hmm. and maybe a little bit over the weekend. But other than that, you had to be gone. Mm-hmm. Um, so Wesley closed its doors that day. Um, and so everything just shut down. And then uh, uh, there were no classes that Thursday and Friday. And then starting that following Monday, it was online only. And then, but at that time, it was only going to be online only until April 3rd. But I had a gut feeling that that it was going to be extended much longer than that. Mm-hmm. Most likely throughout the rest of the year and throughout the summer as well. Um, and so the waiting period between March 11th to um, April, April, what what what's today the 17th. 17th so we got so we got word around April 8th I'd say that mm-hmm. that we were going to have a virtual ceremony and then a traditional ceremony in August um so the so there was a lot of waiting time being like what are we going to do mm-hmm. so I imagine I imagine that their conversations were um I think the faculty senate was actually talking with other people within the University of Tennessee system and then Mm -hmm. I think they were actually branching out and talking to other universities around the area to see what they were planning on doing and what I think everyone was just coming together to brainstorm ways to move forward. So Um, as far as like instruction goes you've still been in classes online for the last couple of weeks and you've got a little bit more to go how's that going? It's hard um but thankfully you know it it's it's not hard just for the students it's hard for everybody right Mm -hmm. so it's it's been a trial and error kind of thing uh for a lot of the time and with capstone with my capstone course especially the whole class is pretty centered around this giant simulation and so i have to meet with my um group you know and clearly I can't do that now. So we've been having to do it over FaceTime and stuff. And then some professor, and so I've had to take three exit exams before I graduate. And uh, I took one that, cause we, so we got word that, you, that the university was closing on Wednesday and my exam was on Thursday. So they went ahead and honored my appointment and let me take my test. And then a couple of weeks later, we got word that all the exit exams would be waived for students oh. and seniors okay. for that semester only. So that took some of the, you know, worry off. But then mm-hmm. professors replaced, um, like, like gave replacement assignments for the exit for that. right to compensate for that. And um a lot of professors have been offering extra credit um, and just being a little more lenient on, on students um, mm-hmm. and kind of, kind of checking in on, on their students. Martin's always been really good about that. Now, have but, you had a problem that you've noticed, and I may have to ask this to someone else, but have you had a problem with other students not having Wi-Fi or access, easy access to get 
into these classes or FaceTime for that matter on their phones. That's just an, an Apple phone type of thing. Right. So when, so when the university first closed, that was a lot of students worried, you know, and a lot of professors worried about that too, because how can you do online work without the Wi-Fi, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, the UTM Martin, uh, the, the UT Martin library actually, um, announced something on Facebook that said, Hey, if you don't have a charter account, charter is allowing, um, students and K through 12 families, uh, free Wi-Fi access for 60 days. Wow. Getting March 16th. And charter is the area's internet provider, right? I think so. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a local name. So a lot of people listening may not recognize that. So wow. I'm going to actually be talking to the chancellor of UT Martin at some point. I was supposed to talk to him uh, yesterday. I was supposed to talk to him maybe three or four days ago. He's very busy and he's uh, having a lot of emergency meetings popping up all the time. So that interview has not actually happened yet, but I definitely am going to be talking to him and incorporating his messaging into this. And I also spoke with a college counselor. She is a private college counselor, someone you know, Elizabeth Anthony. And I've got an interview that I already recorded with her last week. So I will be pulling all three of these together um, as, you know, like a, a little mini series, if you will, around college. So as far as what's going on, you're still working for the Writing Center in a way? Yes, I wanted to talk to you about that. So I am working with the Writing Center over Zoom. That's how I conduct my sessions. Mm -hmm. And um, I've been meeting with people a few times a week, uh, students a few times a week uh, to discuss essays and final papers and stuff because all that's still going on and coming up. Um, and I have meetings with my staff every week. So every mm -hmm. Monday we, we chat over Zoom about how online sessions are going, you mm -hmm. know, what are our concerns. Um, and the director said that if, if graduating seniors have the free time in the summer, we could work throughout the summer over Zoom uh, for tutoring. And then uh, since graduating seniors will have a degree by the summer, I'll also be um, staff instead of a student tutor. I would no longer be a student tutor. I would this is be like a little promotion. Yeah, so um, so I plan on doing that if Lakeshore falls through, which is something that I wanted to also talk to you about. So for those of you who don't know, Lakeshore is a nonprofit organization that is basically this summer camp, but they work throughout the year. So throughout the year, so throughout the fall and spring, they have retreats mm -hmm. every so often. Um, mm -hmm. But then summer is when they really, you know, shine because they it, it's one big summer camp for kids um and i worked on staff as a counselor as a camp counselor and uh for two weeks of the 12 weeks i was there i was also a lifeguard so um i i was on staff that was a couple of years summer. ago wasn't it yeah it was summer 2018 mm -hmm. and then i realized that this is my very last chance to do lakeshore because i'll be 23 um this summer and 
I'll be graduated by then. And so I was reluctant to apply because I didn't know what my plans were for after graduation. And now that this has come up, I don't know if Lakeshore is even going to happen. It'll be mm-hmm. ble- it, it, it will really be a blessing if it does happen. And selfishly, I really want it to happen, not only for myself, but I want the kids to be able to experience the camp as well. Yeah. But yeah. more importantly than, than anything, I want what is best for our world. And if that is not having camp at all, or at, or at least delaying it some, you know, somewhat, mm-hmm. um, I'll, I'll, I'm on board with whatever they decide. I think the American Camp Association, I think that's what the name is. Mm-hmm. They will make the official decision on summer camp when that time comes. Okay. But a lot of camps have already called it and said that they would not do uh, mm-hmm. summer camp this year. Now, some universities have also called off fall classes as far as in-person they're planning way ahead right now. Boston University is one of the ones. I think it was Boston University or Boston College. I can't remember which one, but whichever one it was, they called off the fall semester as far as in-person teaching, and they are going to have an online semester then. So that's pretty serious, and I wonder if that's going to happen around the country or if it's going to be pockets of that happening here and there. It's going to really make a difference in where people go. We've got a lot of graduating high school seniors who don't know what's gonna happen this fall. Uh, We even have a child that's in the 11th grade who is supposed to do a pre-senior year, you know, rising senior program at a college this summer, but that may get canceled. And so we don't know how that's going to play out either. It may be an online thing. And that would be unfortunate because that really wasn't the purpose of of why we signed up our child for that. So who knows what's going to really happen going forward. So as far as you though, you'll be done with classes, you'll have your degree, and then you're going to be going out into the real world to get your big job, you know, that first Mm -hmm. job that you go into. Obviously you're doing different things and you've got some other opportunities, which is amazing for you to have that with the university, with the writing center, and then potentially with the camp. But beyond that, what are you thinking about or what's worrying you or challenging you about it? A big worry that I have right now is that businesses will start to open back up too soon Mm -hmm. and we'll get another wave of the virus come fall. Mm -hmm. That's that's one of my biggest fears in all this because at this point, anything is is a possibility mm-hmm. and really nothing is off the table um, no, and that interferes with your job hunt it does and it does because uh apple has actually been on my mind for a long time getting a job at apple and i've been keeping an eye on them and their retail stores have been closed uh for I want, I want to say over a month now they've been, they, they closed pretty, pretty soon after all of this kind of blew up. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm, I'm keeping an eye on them and I know that they're still like, they came out with a new, new iPad in, in the middle of the pandemic. So production may still be going on, but as far as retail stores go, mm-hmm. they're, they're closed right now. Um, I know I don't have to worry too much about what I'm, 
what I'm going to do come, come fall because if Lakeshore doesn't work out, I've got a riding center, you know, position that True. I can throughout the summer. And I'm also a freelance editor. Um, I've been editing uh, some novels uh, throughout my time in college. And okay. so th- that, that will give me some time to really process and, fi- and try to really discern what I really want to do. Um, college since going online you, you think it would be easier people have been asking me you know has hasn't school just become so much easier for you like you have so much more time on your hands I'm like I've actually no like I've actually had to jump through a lot more hoops um trying to juggle everything and all of my assignments and stuff like that and with my Wesley internship my my PR and strategic planning internship like a mm-hmm. lot of that work was done on campus at the Wesley building, um, interacting with people, interacting with alumni, building relationships with regional churches. And it's much harder to do that virtually and from Mm -hmm. a distance, Mm -hmm. but we've been, we, we, we've been adapting. I'm very proud of our, all of our student leaders for coming up with, with, um, innovative ways to stay connected. Like we started a blog, uh, UTM Wesley, um, is the name and, um, we post about three times a week and we've had many volunteers, um, you know, be like, Hey, I want to contribute. So that's been great. Um, so, but it's been, it's, it's definitely been a lot, uh, definitely a time of transition. And, and, and I, and I know that's the case for everybody. Um, but, but since things have gotten so much more hectic for me over the past month or so, um, cause it's been a little bit over a month now. Uh, I haven't had much time to really process not only what's going on in our world because it's a lot that's going on in our world. Right. But, mm-hmm. but I haven't had much time to really think all that much about the future because school has been, has been so busy. And now I'm mm-hmm. kind of in the, in the home stretch with, with me being only two weeks away from, from getting my degree. So that it, it's exciting. It's scary airy it's fun it's awesome it's it's bittersweet Mm -hmm. I I think that's a yeah a good way to put it yeah yeah well you definitely the first graduating class (laughs) dealing with COVID-19 that's for sure it's kind of strange it's a very strange time that we're in yeah so as far as like where you are locally are there challenges you're facing or worries that uh, you're dealing with in your local space? Well, um, my mom is uh, someone who, I don't know a better way to put it, she's a smoker over 50. Um, and Say that again, it, you're, it cut out. She's a smoker over a 50. A smoker over 50, yeah. Yeah, I don't know how else to really say it, It's uh, but that's been worrying me a lot. And mm-hmm. technically, technically, her business is essential. Um, okay. And I'm not necessarily disagreeing with that, but it's, I can't help but kind of um, think of it from the perspective of that. My, okay. So my mom works at Verizon and she works at, at, at an authorized dealer called Victor Verizon. Victor. And so Verizon is obviously this really big company, right? But then you've got your authorized dealer. So you've, so you've got Russell cellular um, cellular sales, Victra, where my mom, works Mm -hmm. um 
so Russell Cellular has closed its doors. U.S. Cellular has closed its doors, or at least in some areas. Um, and then the corporate store, even the corporate store down the road from my mom's work has also closed its doors. For a while, they were only letting one person in at a time. Mm-hmm. And then they got to a point where they just shut it down completely. So because of that, my mom's Verizon store is pretty much the only one open in the area. And so all of the business from the corporate store is going over to my mom's store. And so it's, it's brought in a bunch more, a bunch more business, which has given my mom, you know, it's been helping her financially, Mm -hmm. but in, terms of of her health it's it's definitely a big risk that that she's having to take because she can't take time off she can't not say no if she's on the schedule you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and so they at first they 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 were taking some really good precautions um like they were only um letting people in uh like they they were only allowing 10 people in the store at a time, including the employees. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that went on for a while. And then Verizon sent them like gloves to wear. So when they're working with phones, cause you, you'd be surprised at, at how dirty phones actually are. Oh no, and, I know we have, yeah. uh, we have one of those deionization type things called the phone soap. And it's a box that you open and you put your phone in it and you keep it closed in there for 10 minutes and it uh, kills all the germs. I actually need to get one of those. <laughs> I, I actually may look that up. Thank you for telling me about We that. all line up our phones at night. It's like, no, mine's next. Mine's next. <laughs> Everyone needs that for sure. Absolutely. Um, but but so, she's handling the phones and. Yeah. With, yeah. Yeah like with her gloves and such. And then um, she also put like a line of tape around her desk to make sure that customers stay six feet away. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, they also are offering curbside um, help. So like if you need help with, so it, so if you're not necessarily getting a new phone, but you need help with something else, they can mm-hmm. come out and come to your car and things like that. Um, and then they shorten their hours. So instead of being open from 10 to seven, they're open from, uh, wait. Yeah. Instead of being open from 10 to seven, they're open from 11 to six. Mm-hmm. Um, but then all of a sudden they stopped the, I guess they ran out of gloves to send. So I don't know if my mom's been, you know, I don't know if they've gotten more. Well, gloves. there's also the concern. They say that the gloves really are just passing the germs from one thing to the next. And that really you should be more like wear the mask or whatever. Use your hands to do things, but then use the hand sanitizer or wash your hands before you touch the next thing. So that's probably where that's coming from. And they're not sending the gloves. I'm going to make that assumption. Gotcha. And that, and that, and that makes some sense too, because for a long time I was just like, why, like, why are they even still open? You know what I mean? And, and mm-hmm. I can't help but think that it's a, it's a money thing. Like, yeah. and you would think that maybe they could handle a lot of this over the phone and through the mail. Yeah. I, I 110% agree. And yeah. The, the most frustrating part about it all, Sally, is, is the fact that I could be doing my part all day, 
by quarantining and social distancing and being by myself. But my mom is having to work every single day mm-hmm. and she's even going in on, on her days off because she's getting so busy because mm-hmm. she's getting so much more business now, mm-hmm. and, which is good. But, but she could be contacting the, the, like, like she, like she could be catching the virus and, and not even know it. And that's, what's most scary. Right. Um, well, we'll hope that that's going to be a positive uh, outcome there and that, that she won't get the virus or that nothing will happen. We'll just hope for that. So as far as anything else, what about with friends or other people you're seeing around? Are you getting out of the house at all? Are you driving around or going to the, any of the stores when you need something? I'm going to uh, Walmart to get groceries. Um mm-hmm when I need to, uh, and I have to go to the pharmacy every couple weeks, but I go through the drive through mm-hmm. I don't go through the actual store, mm-hmm. um, and I wear a mask everywhere I go, um, but really, outside of Walmart, I don't really go anywhere else. One, uh, the other day, I got so bored in this house, I was about to go insane, um, <laughs> so I have, I don't, I don't have a very busy neighborhood at all, so I, so I've been going on runs, going on walks, you know, just to be outside and get some vitamin D, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I also just went for a drive and I just drove to Medina, drove past my old high school, drove around the parking <laughs> lot. Um, and did to get out. Yeah. Just to get out for a little bit and kind of, cause it's for the most part, it's, it's felt really good outside. It, it got it got really cold for a few days, but then now it's back up to 75. So right now it's sunny and 75. So I may mm-hmm. go outside later today. Um, and with it being, it's, it's staying lighter later. Longer, right. The daylight. Yeah. That. Yeah. yeah. So as far as like your friends are concerned, have you talked to them? What's going on there? What are they doing? I've talked to them over FaceTime and over zoom and over the phone. Um, and they're struggling in, in a lot of the same ways that I am, understandably so. Yeah. Um, there, uh, a lot of, you know, um, a lot of my friends are in different colleges within UTM. So some are majoring in biology, some are majoring in geology, right. some are majoring in veterinary science. And so some of their professors have actually doubled the workload for some of them. And I just really hate that. Yeah, it's That's not. hard. That's not good because we've had to struggle with that with our high school in that not that they doubled the work at all, but that kids were having to suddenly deal with a different, they were dealing with all the transition, all the change, and then having to be online and not getting to see their friends, not getting to have that social time. And that creeps in this additional anxiety that makes people need a little more space and a little more time and room to develop into a new normal. And so they actually started backing off of what was going on with the, with the schoolwork uh, in order to account for the fact that we all need a little bit of mental space and emotional space to adjust. Right. And for the most part, I can say that as far as my experience goes, my mm-hmm. professors have been more than understanding about um, about what's going on, and and they've done a really good job of helping us adapt in the best mm-hmm. way that they know how. Because it's never happened to them either, yeah. and so 
a big thing that I've been, I've been telling myself and, and, and reminding myself is to have grace for my professors because their job is already really hard, harder than I can ever imagine. Mm-hmm. So I just tried to be very understanding of their, uh, of, of how their new normal is, is, is shifting. Um, but I, but I am hearing uh, some stories here and there that, that it's, seems like their workload is is like being increased and things are getting harder for them Mm -hmm. like like they're getting more assignments because it's online now um gotcha well what about your hopes about this because I mean at the end of the day you know life has its ups and downs we have all these things that we go through but there's always a silver lining there's always a lesson to be learned or some good to come out of it so what what are your hopes for what's to come from this? I can't, I can't not say that, you know, I, I, I always think that God is at work, you know, even in the midst of so much uncertainty, so much chaos, so mm-hmm. much chaos, you know, is catastrophe a word? Yes, it is. Yeah, catastrophe. Yeah, <laughs> In so much catastrophe, I still think God is at work. And I think that, you know, we, ha- we have no choice but to come together mm-hmm. as, as, a, as people and as citizens of, of not only the, the, the United States, because this is a global pandemic, right? So we all have to come together and put this united front up and do our part individually so that we can come out of this um, on the other side as a better world and as better people because of this, um, because it's the, the fact is you can throw any theory out there that, 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 that you want or that you believe in. But the fact is, is that it is here in our world Mm -hmm. and we have to take the steps in order to mitigate this virus and to stop it and slow the spread as best as we can. And I know, that what we feel like we can do feels very limited, but actually just by social distancing and taking this seriously and not calling Mm -hmm. it a hoax or labeling it as this or that, or, or, or calling it an overreaction or whatever, like Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's a big thing to just do our part by, by, by staying informed. And I think that's the best way for us to move forward. It starts with being informed and watching the news and, and keeping up with, with the CDC guidelines and what they're recommending for us Mm -hmm. to do this time. And so that's, and I, and I have a lot of faith because I really think that a lot of us are really, most of us are really taking this seriously. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and we're starting to see a a little bit of, uh, of flattening the curve, right? Yeah, I think say, um, mm-hmm. and I, and, 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 and like I said before, my biggest fear is businesses opening back up Too soon. uh, sooner than they should. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and I feel like some businesses may do that and then we'll start seeing a little bit of a spike again, mm-hmm. um, which makes it more possible for it to come back up in, uh, the fall. Um, and I just, I, I, I would really hate Honestly, I I would just really hate to see that for 2020. Um, and who but, knew that 2020 was going to be this? Right. Isn't it crazy? 
Yeah, and in January or de- December, January, we started seeing little bits and pieces, like 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 in other countries, you know. Right. Um, and then and then all of a sudden, we just got a big rush in the United States, and then I was like, "But the university's not going to close, like." School- <laughs> Because I mean, we we don't like we don't even close for snow. You know what I mean? <laughs> like really, really like tons of snow. We don't even close for that. But then the moment it was, I'm serious, Sally. Like the moment that I realized that this was a true possibility that the university could close, that's the moment it became our reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that timing is different for everybody, and the realization of what's happening is different for everybody, and hopefully people will, you know, wake up to what's happening. And, but we also need to understand that it's very important for the economy to uh, continue as well. We've just got to adjust and adapt and then go back into this with a very metered measured response, which is what I believe that the government is trying to do now. And uh, they had, there was a, a big press conference yesterday that I would love to direct to you for you to look at. So, and I'll be discussing more of that as we go along, as I do more interviews with people and as I write more articles about this. So um, I'll love to get an update from you at some point on what's happening. So uh, if we could wrap this up, uh, unless you've got something else to, to add to the conversation, anything else you wanna say? Um, I just think it's important now more than ever for us to really start paying attention to to what's going on on the news and what's going on in our world and 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 realize that you know it, it's important for us to really pay it it's just really important for us to pay attention and for us to come together yeah. during this time um, and give each other grace and space in the in the process because it's not easy and everybody has a different opinion and and all of that but we've got to give each other grace and space and throughout amen and uh i really think that love love is is probably the biggest piece of the puzzle here Mm -hmm. and by keeping our distance from one another that's loving our neighbors well and that's how we are going to move uh forward together as one body toward healing and that's the only way we'll come out on top that's the only way we'll fight this and defeat this well thank you so much for talking with me today it's been a pleasure it's always a pleasure talking to you sally i hope you're staying safe and washing your hands and doing well i'm doing it all right all right thank you you're welcome bye bye Thank you for listening today. Subscribe to this podcast to hear all our episodes. Go to shoutyourcause.com to our podcast page for information on our guests and notes from this show.